Booker here, and welcome to Find Your Soul, Find Your Soulmate. If you're new, um, thanks for joining today. This podcast, it's about relationships. It's about love. Um, We talk about everything from dating to relationships with family members to coworkers, you name it. So um, if you're back, thanks for coming back. And um, I'm excited about this podcast episode. Um, It's a fun one, and it's called... The Mating Strategies of Men and Women. So I was reading a book by David M. Buss called The Evolution of Desire. And it's all about the strategies of human mating and how that ties to evolutionary psychology, which anybody who's been listening to this knows I love evolutionary psychology. Um, Anybody who's listened to my podcast. But the premise is that we behave a certain way based on the reproductive needs of our ancestors. So those of you who also read my blog at NikkiBooker.com and continue to listen to my podcast, you know I love evolutionary psychology. I find it fascinating, and I often correlate my dating and relationship advice back to theories behind evolutionary psychology. I studied evolutionary psychology in college, and I couldn't get enough of it. And so mating strategies of men and women, well, it's pretty straightforward, right? Men want sex and women want commitment. Okay, I realize it's not that straightforward, but it's the basic premise of our reproductive needs. Both men and women ultimately have the same goal, however, and that is reproductive success. After that, well, it gets a little tricky. So men's natural inclination is to have sex with very little investment. I'm not saying men are jerks, okay? But just listen, this enables them to spread their seed as much as possible while simultaneously guarding their resources. So the idea is to preserve these resources for a long-term mate. Women, on the other hand, are seeking investment on behalf of the man before they provide sexual access. And that's how women ensure the survival of their offspring. Women risk being abandoned and left with little to no resources if they have sex too soon and without requiring investment from the man. Women need to acquire resources from the man in order to raise healthy offspring. Of course, this is why we say to women, make him wait for sex. I don't care what movie you watched that said it was okay to have sex with the man on the first date. I don't care what magazine said it was okay to be a promiscuous woman. Don't do it. I've said it before and I will say it again. If you want to have sex with no strings attached as a woman, then go for it. There's really no judgment at all here. None. But don't expect a man to all of a sudden go against his biologically driven responses. Men are not biologically driven by what society deems acceptable. Men are driven by their biological need to reproduce and spread their seed. So, of course, we're influenced by society. We're influenced by it. But again, we're not biologically driven by what society tells us is now acceptable. When a woman withholds sex from a man, it increases her value. And the reason it increases her value is because sex with her is seen as scarce. And as you know, scarcity and resources equates to value, right? That's why diamonds are a girl's best friend or whatever, as they say. Men have been conditioned to be very selective, not with who they have sex with, but with who they will provide their resources to. 
So, you know, back in the days of tribal living, they reserved their resources for the woman who was deemed with the highest value, the highest status woman in the tribe. And this was more likely, the reason why I did it is because it was more likely to guarantee survival, not only of their offspring, but of the offspring with the highest potential to survive. So, you know, combining the strongest man with the strongest woman, again, spreading their seed. And the strategy was twofold. First, multiple sexual partners gave greater chances of reproductive success, right? And second, providing resources to the most valuable woman in the tribe also increased the chances of their offspring survival. So, you know, they went at it a couple of ways. I suppose you could say one was quantity versus quality, meaning quality enhances survival according to, you know, survival of the fittest and the like. However, quantity and offspring enhances ancestral survival due to sheer volume and numbers. And yes, I realize I'm getting prehistoric here, right? Very extreme, but it provides insight into our current dating strategies and the ways that both men and women approach sex. Our dating strategies are based upon our reproductive needs. Remember, The theory behind evolutionary psychology is that our brains are only developed enough to solve the problems that our ancestors faced and not of the current world. So basically, just keep this stuff in mind when you're deciding whether or not to have sex with a guy you're saying. Women who had sex too soon risked being abandoned and left alone without the resources required for her offspring to survive. Obviously, women are more resourceful now, right, than back than they were in those days, right? Thank God. But it's blurred the lines a bit as it relates to sex and dating. And I don't talk about it in this podcast episode, but I feminism is a form of resistance to evolutionary psychology, and it's fascinating. And some feminists like get mad at me. I'm a feminist. I I hate how it's so black and white. I'm like, just because it's a form of resistance to evolutionary psychology doesn't mean that you can't make it work. Um, It's so it's just provides insight and it helps you understand why we do the things we do. So anyway, that's another episode, and I kind of went off on a tangent, but. So how do you translate this, right, now that our conditions aren't so harsh? Women who have sex too soon are deemed low value. Therefore, the man leaves and will not commit his resources to her. The likelihood of him spreading his seed is put into question because if the woman has sex too soon with him, then she may have already had sex with another man. She could actually already be pregnant. And the notion is that if she had sex with him that quickly, then she may have had sex with another man that quickly. And this means that he can't be positive he's spreading his own seed. And he also doesn't want to risk possibly wasting his own resources on another man's offspring. So a woman who waits is more of a guarantee. I know it sounds crazy. So if you take anything away from it, just take this. Men who fail to invest in a woman fail to commit to that woman. Men who have sex with the woman too soon are more likely to leave her. And this is also why one of the most argued about topics between men and women is about money. So evolutionary psychology and money, another fun topic. So Men's natural inclination is to guard their resources. 
while women's is to acquire resources. Again, based on our ancestors and and the reproductive needs. And this cracks me up. And this is why men and women argue about money. Men may think women spend too much or they waste it on things that aren't really necessary, right? You know, when you want to buy those really expensive shoes and he's like, do you really need to spend that much money on those shoes? And you're like, um, yes, I do. Thank you. (laughs) More specifically, studies show that men and women don't fight necessarily about how much is spent, but about how those resources are allocated, right? And it all goes back again to reproductive success as the root cause of conflict between the sexes. It's funny, however, that we have the same goal. We just go about it differently based on the potential aftermath of producing offspring. So as with everything else I discuss, right, you got to find a happy balance. Take what I'm saying with a grain of salt. People get really pissy when I say stuff that's like this absolute. And again, listen, I'm not saying it's this is absolute. I'm saying it's evolutionary psychology. It's it, it just provides some insight into our dating strategies and why we maybe behave certain ways. Um, so take that information and use it. I'm not saying live by it. I'm saying knowledge is power, right? Maybe if you have an understanding or possibly have an understanding of maybe why we do things, then you have the ability to change it. You know, uh, and it's funny because if you read this book, it talks about how feminism is a form of resistance to evolutionary psychology. And when I talk about that, man, women get so pissed off. And I'm like, listen, I'm a feminist. Read my story. I... It's just more information. Just because it's a form of resistance to evolutionary psychology, hey, there's some good things that come out of that. And then they get mad when I'm like, you know, feminism has negatively affected dating. And I'm like, it has. But I'm not saying you shouldn't be a feminist. I'm saying knowledge is power. Okay. It's affected, feminism has affected it positively, but it has also made it super confusing. It's, So just take it with a grain of salt. You don't have to take it at face value. Again, it's insight. It's knowledge. It's just educating yourself on how our species has evolved and how movements like feminism have affected how our our dating strategies and our mating strategies. And that's it. So like, take it easy. And if you don't agree with me, that's fine. Totally fine. Not a problem. But listen, I'll get off on that rant. But if a woman really wants to keep a man, she has to be very cautious, right, about when she has sex with them. She can't do it too quickly and appear low value. However, you know, if she waits way too long or appears as if it's never going to happen or he, a man's going to think she's just simply not interested and he's going to go away. He's going to get impatient and leave. Um, and if that's the case, then good riddance, goodbye wasn't meant to be, Right. At one point, it was easier, in a sense, right? Women weren't supposed to have sex with a man until they were married. And if they did, they were a hussy. And I mean, so dumb. This is not the case anymore, right? As we know, times have changed, thank God. But men have to provide enough resources. They've got to show that investment. They have to show that they 
have the resources and then that they can provide. However, they have to be careful not to waste their resources on a low value candidate, right? Again, I'm talking very absolute here and nothing is that black and white and men and women are not consciously walking around thinking like this. But the idea is to have a basic understanding of the whys and the why nots as it relates to evolutionary psychology. And having this knowledge at hand, it can positively affect your dating life and the decisions that you make about a potential mate. And hopefully it can cast some light on men and women's behavior so that we stop judging each other and we don't give each other such a hard time. You know, we do things differently, but, you know, we're not the same. It's okay. Just don't be a jerk, right? So anyway, thanks for listening today. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I love this stuff. Again, I find it fascinating. If you're interested um, in reading about it, you can go to my website at NikkiBooker.com. I have a ton of stuff, ton of blog posts about this. Um, if you liked what you heard today, please uh, leave a review, uh, follow me, subscribe to my podcast. That would be amazing. Um, and hey, have the best day.